Hola, amigas. Welcome to the podcast dedicated to recapping the Mexican competition series, La Más Traga. Which is available on YouTube. Thank you for staying on time. <laughs> My name is Yiyi. And I'm Raulia. And this is Guinness La Más. We are back, 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 back again for another episode. Are you excited? Maybe. We'll see how this one turns out. <laughs> Yeah, um, this was an exciting episode. It was really, really, really cool to see all the... The looks were very, very different. So... They were. I was excited about that. Yeah, because they got to be a lot more creative this time around. They got to, um, I guess, put more um, of their interpretations into the looks because it's not one certain thing that you're trying to... Uh, achieve so they were yeah and it was kind of uh outside of like drag norms because it mm. was kind of a uh the theme i don't know if i should say right now the theme was alebrijes <laughs> spoiler but, i know but so that's like very very different than anything you would do in drag so it was cool to see all the girls step out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. some of them did not really but for the most part they were all pretty cool yeah so yeah, um, anything else you want to talk about before we get started? Um, just one thing that I noticed uh, when they were talking about the last episode. Uh, you know how they always start recapping what happened. And, oh yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, the girls were saying that they were going to miss Deborah Men as we are as well. Yes. We really liked their mm-hmm. sense of humor and um that's that's what they mentioned too like they were they're gonna miss her making them laugh mm-hmm. and um except for one eva blunt was a little <laughs> blunt i guess <laughs> uh-huh. um she she was just like saying that her uh, like the way he she speaks was not to her sense of humor i guess so um she i guess she's glad that she's gone out of the competition. Well, she's the only one because we're all sad. I know. Even the judges and... Yeah. Yeah, we're all sad. She definitely added something to the mix. She added a mustache, for <laughs> one. I don't even remember she she still kept the mustache throughout the whole competition, but I think she did. Her mm, confessionals? I, I think don't. she did. I think she took it off for a while. There were moments she... where she had them on and others where she, she had it on and others yeah. where she didn't. Okay. Well, other than that, I guess we're going to get started. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. In El Camerino, Johnny walks in to introduce this week's challenge. The queens are to create a look inspired by, like I said already, Ale Briges, but still incorporate their own drag persona. The winner will be named La Mas Alebrije. So what the fuck is an Alebrije? Tell me. <laughs> It is a strange word. So alebrije is um, basically they're like creatures, uh, imaginary creatures. And Johnny told us uh, in the episode that basically they came from an artisan. Uh, His name was Pedro Linares Lopez. And the story is that he one day like he became sick. And um, he had a fever dream 
where he like visualized images of animals that were fused with other animals. So something not found in nature, I guess. So um, he called them alebrijes, as he heard in his fever dream, that's what they were being uh, called. So um, that's where that word came from. And being an artisan, he began like to create uh, alebrijes out of paper mache. So he made like little, I guess, statues of alebrijes and stuff out of his imagination, which is pretty cool. And yeah, so he would make like these unique creatures. Um, and if you want to see a picture, go to our Instagram, which is at Kinislamaz. And also, you can go and watch um, Coco. Yes, yes, that's that's one of the movies that they were mentioning a lot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because it's uh, it just came out a few years ago, and being a Pixar movie, a lot of people have seen it, so it's probably their um, the best. Best reference, reference for yeah. everyone so yeah i mean when they go into um i guess like the what what would it be is it the like the death world the day of the death oh world? yeah yeah yeah. it's like the afterlife yeah after like everybody the, dies yeah so when they go into the afterlife you can see a whole bunch of alebrijes just running around there so that's basically it for and now it's like alebrijes are part of mexican art culture yeah, and they're mostly made out of, I think, some kind of wood. I forgot the, what the wood is called. But now most of them are just made out of uh, wood instead of paper mache. Hmm. So that is a little history lesson for you guys. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on. To help the girls with their wig styling, Johnny enlists the help of expert wig stylist Chio, or Rocio, I think. Mm-hmm. As an extra surprise, Johnny brings... Cordelia back from the dead, honey, <laughs> to partake in this wig styling class. So, yeah, they bring in Chio, and I really, really like her. I want her to be my tia because she had a lot of knowledge on wigs and pretty much taught the girls so much. And they all said that they pretty much learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I really liked her. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Yeah, she she was great, and I love the way she talked to them and and the interaction with them. I think Johnny said that she's had 20 years of experience, and she's worked, like, in um, productions, like, theater productions of, like, Beauty and the Beast and... Beauty and the Beast! There you go. And Phantom of the Opera and... Phantom of the Opera! um, Like, a whole bunch of different productions, so... And with all that knowledge, like, she didn't talk down to them. Like, she was trying to pass down this information to them to help them out, not to hold it over them. Um, Like, she didn't think she, like, the way... um, Because she could have come in and been like, your wig looks like shit, let me mm -hmm, fix it. mm -hmm. But no, she came in and was like... Very humble. Yeah, very humble, very helpful. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate, we appreciate that very mm-hmm. much i was even taking notes i was like <laughs> let me see what she's saying she was mentioned that they spray vodka on the wigs i know just and so then a little bit in their mouth <laughs> yeah and take a little sip and then spray it because i think it helps with like the odor or something she said especially mm-hmm. for those really styled wigs that are uh very intricate mm-hmm. you don't want to like 
put those in the washing machine or whatever. But um, yeah. Wait, you put was... wigs in washing machine? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Don't do I know, that. <laughs> I know she said that, and I took it as a joke. But then when you mentioned it, I was like, No, do oh. not do that. I did once boil a wig. <laughs> that did not turn out good. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. It, did it uh, look like spaghetti after or something? Well, it didn't look like spaghetti. It definitely looked like something, but not spaghetti. But it did burn on me. So <laughs> don't do that, kids. And okay. um, what else did I write? Yeah, I just thought she was really helpful. I loved mm-hmm. her. And uh, I did learn during this. I know we mentioned, I think it was the first episode even, that we didn't know how long some of them had been doing drag. Mm-hmm. We finally found out that Margaret has been doing drag for four years. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel bad for saying that she was old, that she looks like she's been doing it for one. I'm sorry, Margaret, if you're listening or yeah, but she's been doing it for four years. Yeah. Anything else that you uh, noticed in this little segment? Um, I know. I guess like the best advice that she was giving them was to always polish, polish, polish. Like, polish their looks, polish their hair, make sure that... And this is something that they told them last time, too. Um, like, make sure that the details are there. So always mind the details, because um, that's what's going to stand out and make it different and unique. Uh, but yeah, so like you mentioned, Cordelia returned from the dead, but just for, I guess, it's a limited time. <laughs> I actually thought like that was McGrib. really... Yeah. Um, <laughs> the McGrib is back, girl. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was going to say, I really, really appreciate that the show brought her back. Because you never see that, especially in competition series, um, mostly drag race, of course. They they don't really take care of the girls to that extent where they're thinking about them outside of the competition. Mm-hmm. And they were like actually saying... Cordelia loves wigs. She's really uh, uh, trying to learn or wanting to learn. So let's bring her back just for this. And I think that was really, really, really cool for them to do. Yeah, that was the main reason why they brought her in to uh, absorb that knowledge from Chio. Um, Which is, yeah, that was really cool of them to actually keep her in mind and be like, you want to come in for for this? And and at the same time, she gets to um, spend, spend some more time with the rest of the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice. Okay, so I think we're going to move on. After the wake masterclass, the girls start getting ready while talking about last week's critiques. So the girls are all sitting down and they're all, like I said, they're all getting ready. And again, some of them, I think, were bothered from the critiques. Yeah, the critiques they got from... Uh, the judges last week mm-hmm. and yeah they're all talking about it uh, Barbara mentions that um, that she appreciates the critiques and she doesn't really take them she doesn't take offense which I think is very important like I said last week and I really appreciated that she took the critiques into she took them too hard but not but not in a way that she not is, personal yeah not personal yeah, and she did say that she was disappointed of um, that she didn't do well because she she felt confident in what she was doing. Like she um, wanted to bring this whole Mexican side of Thalia into her um, look, but it did not work out. Like the judges didn't like it, so 
which was disappointing and it was disappointing for her yeah and she also said like i said she 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 was talking about how she took the critiques and she's using them instead of like uh harping down on them or yeah and she said that she wants to take her drag further, which again, that really resonates with me because I appreciate a queen or an artist who's willing to take critiques and and use them to their benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, Deborah took the critiques hard um, because her mom helped her do the outfit. And I think she's mentioned that her tias also helped her out, but... I think last week when she did that, um, the flower outfit, um, some of the judges mentioned that they didn't like it or they didn't appreciate that she could have done more. Mm-hmm. And I guess they didn't know that her family helped her out. So mm-hmm. obviously they're just going to say what they think about the outfit. Mm-hmm. But for Deborah, she has an, a personal connection to the outfit. So for her, she kind of took it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said she felt like she was being mediocre in the competition um because every time and we've talked about this like uh, it feels like they are holding her to a different standard because she's um more uh, versed in the drag scene Mm -hmm. and so because of that like they're always wanting more from her and uh, and it, I mean, it sounds like she's taking this to heart. And especially when, like in last competition, when she had, it, it was a little personal for her uh, as far as, uh, like, who helped her make the look. Would you help me make a look if I was going on a competition? I don't know how how I can add to it, but <laughs> sure. Thank you. <laughs> I'll sabotage you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Um, uh, this is the first time we hear I feel like this is the first time we hear Eva say more than one sentence because they each go around and then talk about their drag and mm -hmm. they actually get Eva to talk about her drag and that's like the first time she's been featured I think yeah yeah and I noticed that Lana was absent from this whole conversation too but yeah finally we get Eva to say a little bit more about her and I think part of it is this whole segment of um, of them talking in the workroom, like it was, it felt a little longer than usual. And it's probably because we have one less queen to cover. So mm-hmm. um, once they get to the runway, that's going to be a little shorter. Um, so yeah, I mean, she got to um, express some of her thoughts. She's she said she's very inspired um, by powerful, confident women, which women so. We already knew that. I think she mentioned that in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And then um, they get to the topic of bullying as well. Um, mm. And they they talk about how they were bullied in school and for being feminine or for being um, something that I like related to as well. Like they were talking about not being into sports and um, having like more girlfriends and guy friends and mm-hmm. like hanging hanging around with the girls and um and liking like the pop divas is what I think Eva mentioned as well um <laughs> definitely something like spice girls and all that <laughs> and when they were talking about bullying we learned that 
Barbara is a fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which we've had hints of it before, and but yeah, she confesses that she was. Uh, she said, "I've never gotten bullied. Uh-huh. I've, I've been the person who has. I've been the bully." That is so interesting because we never hear that side of the story mm-hmm. when it comes to the LGBTQIA community. It's always like being bullied and everything that happens to us in the community. But now we hear the the opposite, and she feels remorseful. Yeah, which I think um, that can manif- manifest in like different ways. Like you said, you can. It's going to depend on the development or the personality of the person. So you can e- either be the one who gets bullied, or where with another person you can can become the actual bully. Like mm-hmm. it it extends from like insecurities with yourself and if you see them if you see those same attributes in another person and um you see them being happy you like even if it's 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 it can be like internalized so you don't even notice that that's happened that you're doing that but yeah you start bullying them and you start picking on them and and um it all it's all from your own personal struggles as well and I think we can all relate to that at a certain mm-hmm. extent. I mean, there's some people like maybe Barbara did it more often than others. Yeah. And she really took advantage of that. But we've all snapped at somebody or uh, um, kind of took out our aggression on someone else. And that's kind of what's that's kind of what's happening mm-hmm. when somebody's building somebody. They're not really mad at that person. They're just mad at other stuff that's going on in their life and they just take it out all on one person that they feel it's easier to take it out on mm-hmm. and yeah yeah i think like, that's it's like a power struggle like you're yeah um you, you feel like you don't have any control over uh, say something happening at home or just strong struggling with your own identity and you when you hold power over someone else and you feel like okay this is something i can control so um yeah so yeah margarita she really got into it margarita's story did. broke my heart um <laughs> yeah i just i just I, I really felt her when she was talking about her experience of being bullied and yeah i just really felt for her um did you have any notes on that i just wanted to get into that a little bit i mean just from growing up like i've gone through stuff like that like the stuff that she was explaining um just being you just feel like you're different and you feel like you're did you ever um like was it ever ever intense because hers seemed like she was like being bullied really badly like it was something that like a lot of kids get made fun of when when they're bigger and people see it as easy to go for somebody yeah. who's big because it's something like you can you can see i guess it's more yeah. visible so it's you can't hide it because in my experience i wouldn't say i would say i i had instances of being yeah. bullied not not like on a daily basis but there's yeah. certain people that would kind of make comments yeah. or make you feel uncomfortable or yeah just make you feel like you're worthless and um but i i i I don't have like a story where it was like on a daily basis i was being beat up or something um i do remember like when i used to walk home from school 
in middle school, I believe, our neighbors, um, where we used to live, and you know them, yeah. our neighbors, know, they yeah. used to yell slurs yeah. at me sometimes, not all the time, but just, you know, they're kids, yeah. so they're like... Stupid. Stupid, yeah. And, but I don't know, I just never... In my mind, I knew that they were stupid, so I, it didn't really affect me in a way. Yeah. I mean, it did hurt, because yeah. at one point we were friends. And to see them uh, turn like that, it was it was hurtful. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that was, that was, like, some of the stuff that I experienced. I don't know if you... Yeah, I mean, for me, it was at some point, like, it, it came and went. So they were... Uh, for whatever reason, it's middle school. And, uh, mm-hmm. like, in middle school, I remember having... There was, like, this one person who, like, almost on a daily basis, but not really. And, like, he would say things that, like you said, like, slurs or um, sometimes, like, it got physical and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. Like, I really resonate with Margaret in that case. Um where she explained like she um those instances like they made her go with the wrong crowd Mm -hmm. i think is what she said so they made her start hanging out with the wrong people and um yeah and that that um i guess maybe that's with hanging out with that group that's where she got um a different type of confidence and now she had friends in that case even if it wasn't with the um the, the right people that she should have been yeah with, but yeah um, it's a it's a very i think it's a universal topic i mean i feel like everybody can relate to it at a certain extent um like i said some people don't experience it like on a daily basis others do yeah so it just sucks that it happens um and it shouldn't happen. And a lot of the times, like with parents or, or teachers, they they peg that as like normal. They think it's they think it's just a normal coming of age thing. Like everyone mm-hmm. goes through it, and it shouldn't be. And it sh- you shouldn't have to go through that um, at all. And uh, it shouldn't be normalized. But a lot of the times, it is in in our schools and. Um, yeah, and it can be harmful. Like, if the wrong person gets bullied, like, they can commit suicide. They can kill themselves. Mm-hmm. So how can we say that that's, that bullying is normal? How can we say that that's okay? Yeah, it's um, not okay. Yeah, it, it shouldn't It shouldn't be normalized at all. It shouldn't be a part of our society. Even, even cyberbullying, because nowadays it happens online. Mm-hmm. and kids are being bullied online and um i mean i never we never really lived through that era we did have the internet we're not that old <laughs> but um it was into the point where social media was like oh you're gonna get bullied on social media that kind of stuff and now that happens and it's like that's crazy that's another thing um that parents have to keep mind of as well like where your kids are um spending their time and so um yeah i mean words are hurtful whether they're telling them behind your back in front of your face or behind a computer 
like it's still they they hurt and especially if you're growing up and you don't you're still finding out who you are yeah and other people are throwing all these other things at you it's it's a lot yeah because you don't even you don't even uh know what these terms mean Mm -hmm. you know sometimes especially if you're gay or anything Mm -hmm. or part of the lgbtqia community i seen. can i just say lgbt community i don't know yeah qia plus community whatever um like kids are not really when somebody calls them gay they don't really know what that means yeah i know i didn't yeah it's like and maybe that's um that's a problem with their parents and the way they're bringing them up because they don't explain things and Mm -hmm. i I don't know how much it would help but it would definitely help if you had an adult explain to you beforehand how it's possible to be gay or or transgender or like it's possible to feel different and it's okay to be different um but if no one gives you the tools that no one tells no no one explains it to you then you're just going to wonder by yourself and then um i think there could be some strength that you can derive from knowing a little bit more about yourself or what's going on what what are you feeling yeah yeah and i think i mean at that age kids well i don't know what age she got bullied but sometimes kids don't even know what they're saying like they're trying to be offensive but they don't know the power of their words yeah they don't know how much that can affect somebody so i don't know i mean it's it's a conversation that we can go on and on and on about but um i think i think we should move on from this i think um yeah, I mean, it's just a really, really big topic. Mm-hmm. So all we can say is, I mean, just stay strong, uh, find somebody to talk to, and um, yeah, I don't want to say it gets better because that's that's always like that cliche thing that it, for some people it, it applies, but yeah, I mean, not not everyone is in that position where they can just wait. Until it gets better exactly okay so just like the show we're gonna have an awkward uh transition, transition. um it is time vamos a la pasarela we are gonna go queen by queen and talk about all the looks so so our first queen is Lana, and Lana is wearing a multicolored bodysuit that covers her from head to toe. It's pink, yellow, and polka dots, actually all kinds of materials in there, um, or patterns. Think kids clown colors. Mm. Um, her long neon green hair peeks out from the back as she's wearing uh, large bull-like horns on her head. Um, She is also wearing a mouse-like nose with whiskers, and around her waist she has about half a dozen, like, tentacles coming out of her. Um, Yeah, so I think... Yeah, what did you think about this? Because remember, the, the challenge is... To be an alebrije mm-hmm. and still incorporate your persona. That's what 
Johnny said. Yeah. So, in that regard, what did you think? I don't think she achieves either. <laughs> um, I think it's too many ideas in one. Um, I mean, as we were saying, like she she has elements of a rat, elements of I guess an octopus, and then some of those tentacles look like like lizard tails um and then she has the bullhorns so it's just a lot to handle in i mean the, in, in, the, in a way it is kind of an alivije like because it has a mixture of all the animals yeah but then in the sense of traditional alivije no mm-hmm. so to me i was kind of confused with her because the judges didn't seem to respond to it but in, in, in a way, she kind of did an alebrije. I mean, it is a mixture of different animals. Exactly. But I don't think that's all that an alebrije is. It's not just... There's there's some, like... Because this looks like... It just looks really strange. It doesn't look like anything. There's no, like, finesse to it at all. And... She looks, I don't know, like, she looks more like a clown. Like, she mm. looks like she looks like a clown to me. Like Mickey Mouse fucked Ursula. <laughs> and a bowl, I guess. And a bowl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it does not look good. I mean, the, the mouse, I guess, snout, mouth, whatever, like, it's too, like, it covers her whole face. Um, her makeup looks good i guess it blends in with the the mouse nose but yeah i that, that's the thing the the mouse nose is very distracting yeah and it doesn't it, it takes away from the makeup job which yari was like your makeup is so beautiful cute yeah. yes i'm like bitch you can't even see can't the makeup see like what are you talking about i think i think maybe she meant that it was blended into the nose well like you can see Gabby always trying to comment like your makeup is so great (laughs) when her eyebrows popping off (laughs) like no but it's to me i would say it's on a to me i would consider this an An analogy for sure okay is do i like it not really because it does look very clowny i don't respond to these colors that are very Mm -hmm. they're yeah very mishmash so Ah, uh, yeah. To me, does she pass the challenge? Yes. Do I like it? Not really. Mm-mm. She didn't. No. It's just I think it. it she should have cut down on the animals she used, <laughs> and maybe we can get somewhere and change the color palette. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And who's this again? Lana, right? This is Lana. This is Lana. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about her, so... No, let's move on. Who is the next queen? The next queen is Barbara Durango. And Barbara is wearing a reflective metallic short dress with stars and tentacles detailing at the trim. And clear plastic boots. She always has, like, the best shoes. <laughs> Remember the... Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? A couple of challenges, or was it last year? The Mary, Virgin Mary. Yeah, she had the Virgin Mary shoes. Mm-hmm. Those were um, cute. Yeah, super cute, and I, I like these as well. Um. Anyways, her so her hair is powder pink, and um, she's just wearing it straight down. She didn't do much to it. Um, 
when she walks in, she immediately takes off her mask, which kind of like, um, it looks like a bat um, with ears. And I think she made a mistake by removing that because then it doesn't look like an alebrije anymore. But mm-hmm. anyways, um, so she's holding this mask as she's walking on the pasarela along with a striped cane. Um, her makeup are like water droplets that she's painted over her eyes and it kind of like runs down her face and into her right shoulder. Um, her eyes are accentuated by long feathered lashes. Um, and again, she's wearing that backing, the respaldor, which this time is like metallic peacock feathers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they almost look like di- like diamonds or something. But yeah, so I... So yeah, did you think she passed? Or did you think she met the challenge criteria? No. No, she did not look animalistic at all. Like I said, especially when she took off the mask. Like, it, she just looks like a pretty fairy space godmother or something because she said her 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 thing was um barbarella coming down to earth taking over something and being infected by herpes or something i don't know <laughs> something like that but it does not look like a nativity here i can i definitely saw the barbarella there i definitely did again and that's where her name stems from as well but that was not the challenge Mm-mm. and she just looks like a someone from space yeah and and she didn't do anything with her hair either so um there's not much to look at at all and it all looks like it clashes with each other and um i guess uh again like too many ideas as well yeah um, it doesn't even make i don't even know what it is like, like why wh- is she carrying a cane yeah i don't know why yeah why is she wearing? Why is she wearing that? Um, like the, why does she do her makeup like that too? Like it doesn't doesn't make sense. Um, and somebody called it a po- Pokemon. <laughs> and she looks like a Pokemon. Oh yeah, because of her little mask <laughs> looks like a Pokemon. But um, I do not choose you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so I guess you didn't like it. No. I didn't think it was an alebrije at all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, like, she failed 100%. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, yeah. Alebrije, no ma'am. And I like the hat. If it was, like, the full costume was, like, with the little ears and the bat. If she would have done, like, a whole bat look or something mm-hmm. mixed with, like, something else, then, yeah, I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. But she just went a whole another direction. Mm-hmm. So, no. Is it is it cute like the makeup? I guess, but again, this challenge is an alebrije challenge. And that's always, I think that's her main focus. Always, like, do I look cute? Mm-hmm. That's probably the the first thing, the first thing and the last thing she. That's asks my main before. focus. <laughs> do I look cute? <laughs> but um, yeah, you're right. She, mm-mm. yeah, no, it's yeah. I I think it's she keeps doing the same thing over and over. Yeah, let's and move on to somebody else. Yeah. Next up is Débora La Grande. So Débora 
is wearing a long fitted yellow and pink uh, spandex dress uh, with like a web collar and um, large, very large textured dragon wings. Um, her hair is swirling. Um, it's like a purple and, and updo. Um, and her makeup um, is, it, it looked very like galact galactial. Um, the makeup? Yeah, like she, there were a lot of, um, to me, it was a lot of inspiration from like a galaxy. There was a lot of deep blues and um, she had like sparkles on her face so, mm -hmm. um, to shone through and deep navy blue lips. And she is also holding a Dia de los Muertos skeleton dolls of... Yeah, it's cool that she made a doll of Lorena Herrera without makeup. <laughs> That's cute. You can tell that it's them because of that. And Johnny has like the blue beard, mm -hmm. signature blue beard. Um, I really liked her. I love the wings, especially. And she mentioned that her neighbors actually helped her make those wings and they're made out of paper mache as well how many people are helping this bitch <laughs> like are they getting paid for this <laughs> probably not i didn't i was I, didn't, I guess that's allowed in the competition well yeah because they go home so they're yeah, not exactly they're not sequestered there, there so yeah yeah i mean the wings are super super pretty and then um the I wings are what make the whole outfit i was gonna say yeah because the rest is just a simple silhouette yeah, there's nothing too exciting about the dress itself. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think the wings definitely elevated. Um, the hair is, is nice, too. It's very intricate. Um, probably used a lot of vodka on that one. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, the makeup's really nice, too. Um, I wish the makeup was a, a different color, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's just... It, it, I think it, it clashes a little bit with the color scheme of the wings and the yeah. dress, but the but the execution is nice. Yeah, it looks like Lebrije mm -hmm. mixed with like like a drag queen Lebrije, which is kind of what the thing Challenge was. was. Yeah, that's what it was. It was um, very her, very classic. She's not well. She's like very put together, kind of old school drag with the hair, and but still trying new stuff with her makeup, you know, with the big eyes that she created, mm -hmm. and then the even the blue face, which is not offensive to blue people. <laughs> um, and then the wings, which are amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think she made them, she said that she made them out of the same wood that Alebrijes are made out of. And that is a big plus, even though we can't, we don't notice that, but she even took that um, initiative to go that far, you know, and mm -hmm. do those details. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I loved it. I don't love the dolls, to be honest. Like it was a little like it, they kind of got in the way, and then she had to like carry them, carry them the whole time. So to me, she kind of got rid of the dolls. They're cute though. They are very cute. Or just put them somewhere yeah. where you don't have to carry them, like on each wing or something. True. Or give it out to them or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, they're cute, but yeah, I mean the rest of the outfit was great i loved it mm -hmm. let's move on to the next queen who is the next queen Ooh, 
this queen is okay. Who is I don't, it? I don't know what that means. That could be read any of a billion ways. But um, our next queen is Eva Blunt. And Eva walks out on all fours with stilts uh, supporting her legs and arms. Uh, the back stilts are covered in like pink material that gives the illusion of pants. Uh, but the front ones are left with mostly, they're mostly uncovered except for like furry hooves that um, go up less than halfway. Uh, other than that, the focus is on the headdress uh, since she's wearing just a like a black uh, one piece. But so the headdress has bug like eyes uh, with antenna and she has like fur going down her back. Um, her makeup imitates the pattern on her headdress with like uh, sparkly sequins and pink accents around the eyes and nose. The makeup is really nice. I, I really liked her makeup today. There was um, a lot of white dots. There was a lot of white dots. Uh, but it kind it it went it went with the um, the headdress well, so mm-hmm. it's just a continuation of of that theme. Uh, the I don't I don't like that she left those stilts uncovered in the front. It just it it, it throws yeah. off the illusion. I don't know if she ran out of time or something or why she would do that, but it, yeah, it, it doesn't look good. It looks like a drag queen on stilts. Yeah, I don't of, think she's. I mean, she could have covered them and it wouldn't affect yeah. her walk at yeah, all. Exactly. Just like she did the back ones. Yeah. I like the idea and the creativity of her doing, um, using the stilts and all that. But like a lot of the um, the judges said, they felt like her actual dress or what she was wearing was left on the side. Like she's not wearing anything. She didn't put any creativity into that. Yeah, I mean, I like... It is an alebrije to me. Um, she has, like, you different elements. it ele- is or it isn't? It is. I mean, she okay. has, like, the bug elements in, at the top on the headdress. And then, um, I guess, the hooves. But just because of how she left them uncovered, it kind of... It, it throws off that illusion. Like so, she's said, supposed so. to be, like, an insect mixed with... Uh, Some sort what? of... I don't know, like a mammoth or a bull or something. Hmm. Um, because I don't know anything with that type of hair. That's why it's kind of <laughs> it's very woolly. Yeah, it looks um, like two pom poms or something. Like it doesn't <laughs> look like actual. It's not actual fur, right? It's like little stringy thingies. Um, That's what I it looks like to me. Stringy thingies. Yeah. I yeah I don't know I don't I didn't pay attention to the close up but yeah I mean there's creativity here um, but she didn't. Go. I don't. I, again, I don't know if she ran out of time or something, but she could have done more. Yeah, and it was very limiting. Like her movements were so limited because she was on the stilts, and they look very cool. But it, like the way that she walked was really kind of awkward because it's such a small stage, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't mm-hmm. work on that stage. I'm surprised she even fit through the door because. I thought the door was smaller than that. I know. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, did they raise it just I for know. that? I, know. I don't know. But she fit through there. And uh, like I said, it was just very limiting. The headdress is probably the most exciting part of it. 
the whole look because the rest of it is just a basic black bodysuit mm-hmm. and it doesn't have any sort of detail on it. The the makeup a little too busy for me, but I like I like it. It's just a little bit too busy. It looks like she has like moretes on her <laughs> because it's too dark. Yeah, yeah she's a lot dark. of purple. She's a lot of purple and reds, I think, or something. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe she would have just come out like a like without the wig and like more like bug looking. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that would have worked. Even though it kind of takes a little bit out of the drag, but I don't know. I don't like. I don't like the way this looks. Yeah, she could have pushed it further. And Ava Blunt usually does something sexy, and yeah, this is not at all what she's. True. Which I like that she did something different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was too different, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't think she. I mean, she's she's not the worst. Definitely, she at least put some creative input in there and um it just didn't go all the way yes and good kudos for doing something different still it's cool awesome that's gonna be remembered obviously Mm -hmm. but it's not gonna make an impact as far as the challenge Mm -hmm. so let's move on to the next queen and i think she's the last queen Mm -hmm. it's getting very very like narrowed down so who is the next queen our last queen for today is Margaretilla, and I kind of struggled describing her, but um, Margaret is wearing like a Japanese samurai-inspired look. Um, like it's very armor-like, um, except for the materials, like not um, protective, I guess. Um, her mask with ears at the top is covering most of her face except for her eyes, which eventually, like, she takes off and you see she has, like, a, like, tribal-inspired makeup. Um, her pants have, like, a, they're oversized and they have, like, a scale pattern and, uh, she's wearing lizard claws on her hands, um... She has a patch, uh, she has like patches of straw like material in certain designated places, um, like around her chest, down her back, and it kind of brings like a handmade feel to the whole look. And her hair, you can't really see it because it's under the mask and everything, but um, it's white, silver, and one of the moments that the the judges were talking about was um, when she takes off her mask and she spits out blood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I think her interpretation of Alebrije was to try to duplicate what one of those statues looks like. Mm. So, whereas the other queens i think they were trying to portray something that's alive and with margaret she was she looked like a like like if you google alebrije and or alebrije statue or something you're gonna see um these colors and these patterns and so she was trying to look like that it wasn't something that was alive i guess and she has a whole glow in the dark thing going on too. They turn off or turn down the lights. For Do they always a have bit. black lights? 
I don't know if that's a thing that they always have in every runway or they just do it for this runway. I guess, yeah, just for this one because I haven't seen it in any of the other ones. Which is weird because why didn't all of them do neon colors? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't want to. Um, well, actually, know. like, if you look back at the looks, like, most of them have some form of neon element in there. Um, well, I would think they would tell them, like, do something that's going to glow in the dark or that's going to catch the light in black light. Unless it was her idea to be like, oh, I need to do this because I'm, or I need black light, a black light, because uh, this is what I'm going to do with my look. Mm hmm. I don't know. Wait, you're um, saying that she maybe like brought the black light in herself, kind of, or told them that, to or black asked light? them, yeah, if they could. Oh, okay, that. maybe. Um, I mean, I I really love the her interpretation. Um, again, it's separate from what the other queens were trying to do. Um, right off the bat, can you tell me what animals she's portraying? No. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing that I noticed. It, it's she's acting animalistic, but yeah um you can't really pinpoint and like an animal that she's actually portraying you can see the ears i see the ears and maybe her mask is maybe a, a beak or a yeah. snout or something but but then she takes off the mask and it's kind yeah. of something else yeah um it's more human like except for she does color in her nose but mm -hmm. um uh her her she does have her claws though like the lizard claws um so, so do you i mean did you like it i liked it yeah i don't i again so i like i like her interpretation of it i was looking for something a little bit more i guess literal like to s literally see the um, animals that she's trying to combine mm -hmm. um but the whole i think she said it was hand painted and everything and it it's a cool effect it, it looks like one of those statues if it came to life i guess um it looks something from coco because Co and coco they kind of all have that um glowy in the dark mm -hmm. black light kind of look yeah maybe that's what she watched and yeah that makes sense i've only seen that movie once so i don't remember too much about it but i don't like the blood though i feel like i've seen so many queens do the blood thing or some kind of liquid spilling out of their mouth and i guess they just don't like to swallow but i just seen this it's just been done so much that to me it doesn't even it doesn't make an impact it felt out of place in mm -hmm. this challenge and for her interpretation, too, because it's supposed to be like a statue, like an inanimate object. So it felt out of place that she could have used that on something else. Um, the judges liked it, though. I know. And didn't we see somebody else do it this season already? Or am I thinking of another show? Mm. I feel like we saw somebody else do it already. I think I think you're right. And it might have been her. No, it might have been Deborah Mann or somebody that got eliminated already, but I think she had fun on the runway. She definitely worked it. The judges loved it, mm -hmm. and it worked well with Under the Lights. Obviously, it was made just for that. 
Mm -hmm. um, the armor stuff is really cool. The fact that it looks like an armor and the fact that she took the time to actually think about how it's going to look under the lights. Mm -hmm. That that's pretty smart. And that's somebody that's in it to win it, that she's really listening or at least well i guess that's her way of doing something extra because remember last week they were like you need to bring something extra you need to do something that's gonna wow us or whatever and i guess that was her way of doing that mm-hmm. she, so. again she's listening mm-hmm. she's definitely listening and improving and trying to um learn and the eyebrows are not there the eyebrows are not there yeah again so she is very um easy to manipulate you just tell her something <laughs> <laughs> just tell her you don't like something about so, her so if you don't if you don't listen to them <laughs> then you're hard-headed and you're never gonna learn but if you do listen to them you're easy to manipulate <laughs> yes exactly okay. you can't win so after the judges critiques margaret Ia is declared la mas alebrije lana and Barbara Durango land in the bottom two and have to lip sync to Cielo Rojo by Regina Orozco. Regina Orozco is actually the, the what's it called, guest judge. So they have to lip sync to a song um, by her. And in the end, Lana goes home. Lana goes home. And she is added into the drag altar, where she will be remembered forever and ever and ever. So, what do you think I missed? What do you want to talk about? Because that is all she wrote, literally. Well, um, first of all, do we agree that um, Margarita was the top for the week? Margaret, yeah, um, I could have gone. I could have been. I would have been happy with either her or Deramen. Not Deramen. Deborah oh, La Grande. Yeah, she gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. She yeah. Gone. Yeah, Deborah La Grande or her. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I was happy. Yeah, both of them executed it. The well. bottom two though, um, Lana and Barbara Durango. Barbara Durango for sure. Definitely. I. Lana. I kind of really want her to leave. Like. I need her to leave. I don't know. Because she keeps doing the same thing. She's not listening. Barbara? Barbara, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not listening at all. Um, And then I think Eva was kind of down there as well. Yeah. I would have put Eva and Barbara. I think her creativity kept her up there. Just the fact Mm -hmm. that she used stilts and all that. And that kept her... In the competition. Or the fact that they didn't want to send Barbara home and they wanted to keep Lana. Because if they would have put Lana against Barbara, I think Lana would have stayed. Or not Lana, sorry. If they would have put Eva against Barbara, I think Eva would have stayed. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah. That's but, if they, but Lana against Barbara, they would have sent Lana home. I don't know. I feel like you the are so lip twisted. Sync, You're always thinking... I feel like the lip the sync the was so... Um, it was not good. It was not good. I'm trying to remember because it's been a week since I've watched it. Um, it was so uneventful. They didn't do much at all. Barbara did her same old thing. She's... Oh, the facial expressions, Yes. Right? She's doing her facial expressions. She's interpreting the song in a comedic way again. Uh, ugh. It's just no. And if it's not funny, it's not comedic. It's not. So... Just because you're doing weird faces doesn't make it funny. It was not funny. But I guess standing next to Lana, who 
didn't do anything. She just stood up there. And you can't see what her face looks like you either because she's you wearing can't. that mouse thing. Yeah, and I think I think they should have reversed um, their interpretations of the song because Barbara has been doing that same thing over and over. So maybe this time if she took it seriously, then she could have uh, been different. And with um, Lana, she because of everything she was wearing, like you can't take that seriously. Like you mm-hmm. should have done some sort of comedic rendition, at least move, at least run around the state, the Amazon boxes, like we said. Yeah, or take <laughs> the mouse something. thing off just for the lip sync. True. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it might, maybe it wasn't easy to take off, but. Still, like, do something. Don't just stand there. That's, don't, yeah, it's not going to work out well if you just stand there. So another disappointing lip sync from last week. And again, this week I do, I would have kept Barbara just because you can actually see her face lip syncing. But did she impress me? No. 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 So it could have been a double sachet away or whatever. No, that would have been okay with me, actually. Yeah. So what else did you want to talk about? Did you like the guest judge? I liked her. She was fine. I didn't mm-hmm. know who she was, Mm-mm. but I liked her. I still don't know who she is, really, but... She was very uh, opinionated, and sometimes when you're a guest judge, you might feel a little shy in, like, criticizing or... Yeah, criticizing the um, the looks or the queens, and she was definitely not shy about it, and... Yeah, I think she her opinions were right on the mark as well. So, um, good for her. So she, yeah, she she worked out well. I think. I don't think anybody else said anything. Yadi's always nice. Johnny is kind of like all over the place. Lorena doesn't really read anybody or say anything. She kind of just agrees with everybody. And then the guest judge was fine. And then Letal, I think she was. She didn't say anything like that was really Mm-mm. like biting or anything i Mm-mm. think she was pretty tamed and yeah yeah she she had a lot of the same opinions that the rest of the judges did so mm-hmm. so do you want anybody to step their pussy up this for the next week i think barbara definitely needs to do it because she is getting a little repetitive yeah i don't think she's going to though <laughs> i just don't have much confidence in her now <laughs> Yeah, she needs to, going from this uh, runway, then Eva Blunt needs to as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this. Who is your top three picks? Because there's four of them now, right? Is yeah, there? now that Lana left. So I think I already four. know what you're going to say. Well, Everybody but Barbara is your yeah, top three. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree too. <laughs> That's my pick for top three. Yeah, I think Barbara just... I don't know why she's still there. She's not a bad drag queen. It's just on the show, she's not really stepping it up. Mm-mm. So according to the show, what the challenges are, she needs to step it up, and she hasn't been doing that. It feels like she's just getting... She keeps getting pit against other queens who are either just completely flubbing the challenge, and that's why she keeps getting through. She's just sliding by. But she's not doing, like, anything particularly well. Mm-hmm. Besides causing drama in the workroom. <laughs> but even that, it's not that interesting. 
Well, we all know that if you cause drama, that'll keep you on for a few more episodes. Yeah. There's only three more. Because this was the fourth, and there's seven. So that means they're probably not going to eliminate somebody. Oh, no, because one of them is a finale. Wait. Yeah, one's called the finale on there, but... I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. If there's three more episodes left, that means somebody goes home next week. And then the next week, maybe nobody goes home. And then they do the finale. So then what's the point of the sixth episode? What sixth episode? The Before the finale. Oh, maybe it's like a challenge or something just to... You, I, you're talking as if you don't know. I don't remember. I honestly do not remember. I don't remember. I rem- I don't remember if somebody goes home or if they nobody goes home. I, I don't remember. I do know it's a top three, though. That's mm. all I... I remember, so I'm confused, but that is all for this week. Thank you for joining us, and um, we're just going to end it here. Where can they follow you? You can follow me, Braulio, at um, H-E-L-L-O-B-R-A-U-L-I-O on uh, Twitter and Insta and whatever else exists. I don't know. And Kienes Lamas has a Twitter now. Hashtag nobody's following us. Hashtag I don't know what to tweet on there because I'm not a Twitter user. So I'm just like, I don't know what to. I don't, I don't use Twitter. So just, I wish I could just retweet like I do. I, guess. <laughs> I wish I, I could like hire somebody to do that for me. The Twitter because I have no idea what. But anyways, you can follow me at Yahi on Instagram. That's yeah, Y-I-Y-I. And also on there, you can there's a link to my YouTube channel where you can watch me recap all the lip syncs of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10, 11, and All-Stars 3. And you can download my music for free on SoundCloud. Those are linked on all my videos on YouTube. So that is it for us. Thank you, guys. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye.